The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another session here at the Kick Pie Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, discussing and analyzing certain martial arts-based subjects, and highlighting martial artists past, present, and future. All right. Last week, I did part one of the inspiring martial arts quotes. And of course, I hope you find some of those quotes enjoyable. And of course, a lot of them you're thinking about. But yet, I guess the quotes do not end here. Well, let's just say it doesn't end there. I, of course, I got part two of inspiring quotes that I found online that are very interesting. So, of course, I'm going to um, read out these quotes and then I'm going to discuss and analyze like what my perspective of what these quotes mean and how they incorporate it in martial arts training. All right. Ugh, man, tough morning. I mean, one thing I know, I look outside and snowfall. I guess it's coming. Well, of course, we at least are two weeks away from it being winter, but I hate the snow. I really am not a fan of the cold. I need heat. I mean, I might as well move down to Florida or someplace hot. Alright, so of course I'm going to read out these quotes and this is go from there. Alright, the first quote that I'm going to read is um, from a cartoon character named Do Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Well, mostly Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z um, series. I mean, he's just a cartoon, but he gives out this um, inspiring quote. Even a low-class warrior can surpass a, an elite with enough hard work. All right, I'll read this again. Even a low-class warrior can surpass an elite with enough hard work. So roughly, I'm going to put this in best perspectives is, um, you know, you can't always focus on, well, you can't always um, uh, be noticed by, uh, well, you can't always be the one that um, notices the um, people that look or look jacked. You know, you look at people that look like they're jacked and um, they can kill, they, they can hurt anybody or they can win any time. I mean, one one thing when I train my students, you know, I just only, fo I don't all focus on the people that are high class um, students. Like they are training, they do what I ask or they, their techniques are amazing. But, you know, I always focus on those low cat, low class um, students, like ones that don't progress as well as the high class students. And, you know, I always make sure I'm focused on them, too, and, sit and try to get them at least uh, at least excel enough. I mean, really surpass and excel an elite. I mean, you know, you know I'm not going to always think about them. Um, how, uh, 
well, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not going to leave them, leave them off the hook. Or should I say, not let them off the hook, but just, um, not feed them to the wolves. I want them to be better at their techniques. You know, it's hard for some of them dealing, of course, dealing with, um, family situations, um, disabilities, but yet, you know, I want them to understand that, you know, you you can't just be or get any further by just being being at the same place. You you have to be willing to work hard for it. Rather, if it's rather if you do things wrong, you got to really train yourself to hard be hard work, be elite, to really excel. So that be that quote. Even a low-class warrior can surpass an elite with enough hard work. Goku. Alright. Next quote comes from... From an owner of um, uh, BJJ um, Academy in Burlington, New Jersey. And also, he's an author. Uh, Chris Mataskis. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Mataskis. Um... Of course, a known MMA uh, fighter. Uh, well, he did a little bit of MMA, and of course, he owns that um, owns uh, BJJ Academy in New Jersey. And, and he says this quote: "Autopilot is great, and removal of thought is one of the highest ideal of training. But removal of thought in the moment must be preceded by perp." Purpose, purposeful, purposeful thoughts beforehand. All right, so let me read this again. Autopilot is great, and removes and the removal of thought is one of the highest ideal of training. But removal of thought in a moment, in the moment, must be preceded by purpose, purposeful, uh, purposeful thought. Beforehand, all right. So, removal of thought. All right. So, the removal of thought. Just thinking about this. So, pretty much the way I'm saying it. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the best perspectives. Um, is you want to make sure. Um, you know, you don't want to have so much thought when you're in the moment. I mean, he just says um, the removal of thought is one of the highest ideal of training. An autopilot is like really so. The removal of thought in the in the moment. So, which means you want to like. You don't want to think about what you're doing when you're. In the moment. So basically, when you're let's let's look at this way. When you're testing for a big big black belt test, I mean, of course, you train so hard hard and long for this moment. And the last thing you want is to have a thought of being nervous and and the thought of failing. So the thing is the moment of, or should I say, the the removal of thought should be should be like like before the t- test starts. 
So that's how you kind of determine yourself. Like you're you're not even thinking about like failing or passing. You're just thinking about doing the black belt test. You're doing everything that's required. I mean, you're not even thinking about what's being said. I mean, your 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 thought is clear. So pretty much, I'm. This is what I'm. That's what I believe that this quote was saying. You know, you're in the moment. You cannot think about anything else but that moment. So that's pretty much the ideal of trading. Is that's what um Chris Mataskis is saying? Is um is that's what you got? That's what you got to do when you're in when you're doing it. All right, the next quote comes from Bruce Lee. Of course, everybody knows Bruce Lee, probably one of the best known martial artists and philosophers in the world. I mean, even after his death, I mean, he's very known to really give you um, an, let's just say a perspective of what true martial arts is or your thought process of when you're when you're doing martial arts. All right, so he says this, use only that which works and take it from any place you can, you can find it. All right, read this again. Use only that which works and take it from any place you can find it. All right, so look at it this way. Um, our style in the Chuck Norris system, of course, um, our style is based on uh, Korean K Korean style martial arts and Japanese martial arts. So basically, everything that, of course, we take everything that we got from a Korean style and Japanese style. We took what we, or should I say, not we, but Mr. Norris, Chuck Norris. He took like the things that he liked in that um. In both of those styles, and put it together in his like own, um, in his own style. So that's the whole concept of take what everything that take anything that works. So he feels like if um if a punch he could change a punch into like um an upper like a different strike, or he could change kicks, change stances. Well, you know, some things you can keep, some things you can like kind of modify, not change, but modify. So think about, well, think, thinking about like what works for him. So this is what made uh, made a difference in like different styles. You know, if you look at a stuff, one style of that does katas and you recognize that, you know, that's the kind of that you that looks similar that you what what you learn and then but the thing is the stances are different and the techniques are different so you know that the people have different ideas of what martial arts can do or their way of doing martial arts i should say all right all right so that's bruce lee use only that which works and take it from any place you can find it all right so all right, next quote doesn't come from a martial artist. It comes from the Bible. 
I mean, I'm not much of a religious person, but this is definitely one quote that, or one quotation, or one saying that pretty much is pretty much vital when you're thinking about martial arts. So, this one comes from Matthew twenty-three, twelve. All right, for those who are for those who are listening right now that are are definitely are in religion in religion or they do Christianity or any um other um religion that d- does the holy bible here's one that you probably familiar with for those who right, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted all right I'll read this again for those who exalt themselves will be humble and those who humble themselves will be exalted. All right. So usually this, the best way I put it, usually I tell my students is it's always best to humble yourself and be, and be praised later. Other than, other than praise yourself and being humbled later. Well, that's the best, best way I put it. It's like if you're more concerned about praising yourself because you know you think you're you think you are you think you're better or you're all good you're all almighty and you don't think about everybody else you don't think about listening then then there's gonna be a point where you're gonna hold yourself back where the instructor saying then. I mean, you don't deserve this opportunity yet because you're too eager. To, you're too eager to move forward. I mean, one thing that one thing is, well, you know, I'm just going crazy thinking about this. You know, everybody wants to be praised. Everybody wants to have that sort of attention. But telling people how good you are or telling people that or asking people if you're good enough. I mean, that's not the way to go for it. I mean, you know, you kind of have to, you kind of have to show it. You don't have to, you don't have to tell me how good you are. You know, I know how good you are by how well you do your techniques. I mean, that's how I tell my students, you know, don't ask if you're going to, if you're going to test or don't ask if, if you did good. I mean, you did good no matter what. I mean, don't always go out there trying to look for a praise. I mean, people get praised. You know, I don't expect to be praised in martial arts. You know, I'm, you know, I just go there and compete. Yeah. And let's face it, you know, this, this year at the ITC, I was hoping to get most inspirational, but you know, it's great that people see me as an inspiration. And like I said, I kind of posted online, you know, I don't want to praise myself. I mean, I say, I mean, you can vote for me if you want to, but you know, there's other people in our organization that has an inspiration. I mean, but you know, I always like saying, give them the credit as well as me. I mean, but yeah, this year, you know, being nominated, I didn't win, but you know, it's always best to be recognized, but you know, I think the true award is just be able to be there at the ITC and seeing everybody. That's the true award. All right. So think about this, you know, you always want to be humble 
and you will be exalted. You know, you just be humble. That's the main thing. Just listen, listen and learn. Don't talk about how good you are. So that's real. That's how people get held back. All right. So reading this again, this quote for those who exalt themselves will be humble and those who humble themselves will be exalted. All right. So like I said, I'm not a, re a religious person, but, you know, I kind of pay it. I kind of look at a quote and kind of look at it and say, that's a nice quote. All right. Next one comes from a, another one comes from um, Chris Metaskis. Uh True mastery, it turns out, is not found by accumulating each and every tool under the sun. True mastery is learning that there is really only a handful of tools and it is proper application with correct timing and setting that makes them so useful. All right, so let me read this again. True mastery, it, tur it turns out, is not found in accumulating each and every tool under the sun. A true mastery is learn is learning that there are only oh, only are really only a handful of tools, and it is proper application with correct timing and setting that makes them so useful. All right, all right. So true mastery. All right. So when it comes to well, let me put this in this perspective. When you're learning your techniques. All right, so it's all you're you're training to master those techniques. You're training them enough so you can they become effective. So really, you you think that of course you learn a technique, you know how to use it properly. But I mean, the one thing I see from students is that you know when I've seen them throwing a technique, I mean, they're either still kicking. They're usually still um, doing the same kick, or they're, or then, well, they're doing the same kick the same way, or they just um, or doing the same like technique or the wrong way. But, you know, you always want to try to like find out like the like. You always want to try to find out how techniques work. You no, know, for example, a thrusting front kick. Like knowing the difference between the two front kicks that we learned, the snapping front kick and thrusting front kick. I mean, of course, if you know snapping, you know, you're snapping a kick. It's got to be quick. But thrusting, you know, thrusting is another way. It's another word for pushing. I mean, if you're just, if you're just doing snap kick for a thrusting kick, then of course you're not truly learning how to how to apply that or the proper application of that kick. So it's always best to always know the applications of your tools so you know how to use them properly. So that's pretty much what um Chris Metaskas is telling us in his quote. No true mastery, it turns out, is not found in accumulating each and every tool under the sun. True mastery is learning that there are really only a handful of tools, and 
it is the proper application with correct timing and setting that makes them so useful. All right, right, the next quote, it's kind of a long one, comes from Master Ian Armstrong. All right, so definitely he's a master in Kung Fu. All right, and he says this, the Chinese word Kung Fu translates more or less as a man hard as a man hard work hard at work hard at work over a long time if you want to unlock the full power of kung fu it is not going to be easy you are going to have to work you are going to have to sacrifice you are going to have to su- su- suffer over a long time that's really that there is really no such thing as a free lunch. All right. So I'll read this one more time. The Chinese word Kung Fu translates more or less as a man hard at work over a long time. If you want to unlock the full power of Kung Fu, it's it is not going to be easy. It is going to have to you are going to have to work. You're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to suffer over a long time. There really is no such thing as a free lunch. Well, yeah, you know, a lot of people have a hard time swallowing this quote. You know, people feel like if you're if you if you show up, that means that means you're 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 a martial artist or you you deserve the test for a belt or you deserve you deserve to be a master you know i could tell you the amount of times that i've pretty much sacrificed time with my friends you know i sacrifice other things you know but there's other things i wanted to do with my life you know i wanted to play football which i did in high school but yet i still trained in the martial arts you know there's some things that I kind of um, had to sacrifice, you know. I know I didn't spend time hanging out with my friends. I know I didn't have much friends to hang out in high school. But, you know, if you are truly want to accomplish a goal, that's what you mean what you have to do. You have to, you know, work for it. You have to sacrifice. You have to suffer. You know, that's what true martial arts is all about. And let's face it, I pretty much had true friends in martial arts anyway. And when I trained, you know, I didn't have to worry about the friends that I had in football or school, but mostly martial arts. That's where my true friends were. And that's where we hang out when we're training. You know, that's pretty much the best way to look at it. You know, and like and like um, Ian's Armstrong would say, there's no such thing as a free lunch. You know, don't think that you're going to get off easy because you're you show up. You know, you have to work for your your belts. It's like working for your meals. It's no different. You can't just simply um, feed off of other people because you know you're too lazy. You know, you can't be lazy at working for your goal. You have to work for it. I mean, that's that's how it is. Me, I have to work for it. You know, the, the my mom and dad worked for it. No. Everybody, I can't, well, like I said, people can't spend their time being spoiled for the rest of their life. They got to know what hard work does. All right. 
So that's that quote. I'm not going to read it again because I already read it twice. It's long, but you know, I got other quotes to read. All right. Next quote comes from Gene Dunn. Of course, he's, um, of course, another um, BJJ martial artist. And of course, he's a painter. He, I think he had a podcast for a bit. And you know, funny thing about Gene Dunn, I contacted him a, a while back, a couple days ago, asking if he wanted to be a guest on my show. And of course, um, um, sadly, he declined. I know. And but yeah, he gives me best wishes for my podcast. But you know, it's always I'm always willing to go out and reach and reach out and get martial artists and at least um at least have them on my shows to at least give them my give them give have them give their story about what true martial arts is and you know you know some decline some are willing to do it so of course i got a guest coming next week and of course she'll be able to tell her story and you know the great thing about her is it's like well the unfortunate thing is that she's from across the border in Canada, but the thing is that she only is a two hour drive from where I'm at. So it's wonderful. So I'm going to read Gene Dunn's um, quote. The true work of martial arts is progress, not perfection. The true work of the martial arts is progress, not perfection. Progress. So when you think about this quote, I mean, you're you're progressing, you're progressing in your martial arts. You know, you're not looking to be perfect every time you go to class, you know, but uh, you want to train yourself to progress to, to that perfection. I mean, one thing is, you know, people are so eager to say, when I'm going to test, when I'm going to become a black belt. Well, I got to see how well you progress. You know, people, that's the thing. You got to show that sort of patience. You know, a lot of people are not the most patient people in the world. And like, you know, especially with most of these parents, you know, if their kid's not satisfied, then the parent's not satisfied. You know, that's the thing. You know, some parents, I feel like either they're not ready to be parents or they're either like, I hate to say this, but they're cocky. You know, they act like they, they know how to be a parent, but, you know, they have no idea. They ab either abuse their their um, their position as a parent. You know, as a parent, you know, you have to be able to tell your kids to say that I never get the, got the things that I wanted as a kid. But, you know, I mean, I but I learned that it's, you know, it takes hard work to get the things that you want. So if you really want that, the things that you really want, then you have to work for it. So you have to progress. Don't look for a heads up or, don't look for like a, like a thumbs up of every time. You know, you know, you get praised every time that you try. All right. So that's what Gene Dunn is pretty much saying that the true work of a martial arts is progress and not perfection. All right. All right. Next one comes from Mohammed's um, or, 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 
I'm a sin, really. I'm a, I'm gonna take a try at this. So I know the Muhammad, Muhammad, uh, Orthman. There, there it is. That's how I got it. It's right there. Of course, he says, your anger is your first enemy. Your anger is your first enemy. Oh, hmm. uh, yeah. Honestly, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't disagree with that quote. All right, so when you think about it, anger is your first enemy. I mean, honestly, what happens if you don't get the things you want? You get angry. You throw a fit. If somebody breaks your favor, if somebody messes with you, you get angry. If somebody or if um, something happens, you hurt yourself, you get angry. Anger is your first enemy. I mean, good because um, one thing. I mean, that's the thing. You have to fight anger. Well, it's kind of hard to fight anger. You ain't get angry every time because, you know, you got that one person or one thing that pushes you over the edge. And you can't do nothing but get angry. Yeah. You know, people, some people are just kind of thick-headed and don't think that their anger is going to at least put them in the wrong place. So that's what I kind of try to avoid is Letting my anger put me in the wrong place. You know, I want to make sure that I have control of my anger and really like think about other people. You know, other than think about myself, think about other people. You know, if we always let anger be our enemy all the time, we always battle with anger, you know, we're not going to have a, a winning chance. So as martial artists, we always have to channel our anger, you know, even if people are screwing up so much, you know, but we, we don't show the anger. We know we kind of tell them that I'm upset. I'm disappointed. You know, I want you to be better, but you, you, I mean, you have to be willing to do that. All right. So that's what Muhammad Orthman is pretty much saying. Anger is your first enemy. All right. So, all right. So the next one comes from uh, a Kung Fu, uh, Kung Fu master, the late master uh, Tansu Ten, who passed away in 2019. Of course, he was the head of the, the Namnyan Pugilistic, or let me read that again. The head of the Namian the Namian Pugilistic Association in Singapore, and he was and he trained uh, Master Ian um, Armstrong. All right, so this is what he says. Never forget that at the most, the teacher can give you fifty fifteen percent of the art; the rest you have to get for yourself through practice and hard work. I can show you the path, but I can't walk it for you. Let me read that again. Never forget that at the most, the teacher give, can give you 15% of the art. The rest you can, the rest you have to get for yourself through practice and hard work. I can show you the path, I cannot walk it for you. So let me put, well, let's put it this way. But basically our, our responsibility as an instructor 
is basically teach what is required for the belt, but for the belt uh, level for the, the, for the, uh, yeah, the belt, but the belt level. I mean, we're just giving them the 50%. We're just showing them how the, what the technique is, how to throw it. And like the, basically our, our job right there is to correct and coach. All right. Our, our job is not to walk the path. Like really, we're not testing for the students. They're testing for themselves. If you're not willing to to show me that they're willing to test, then of course I, unfortunately I have to hold them back. You know, you got to be willing to walk that path. No, I'm not going to walk it for you. You, Your parents are not going to hold your hand. You know, you got to be willing to walk that path. That's something that you got to practice doing. You got to practice on walking that path. You know know the requirements for the test. So you got to walk that path. No, I can't. I can't walk it for you. You got to be willing to train. If you're not training, that that's what happens. I hold you back. All right. I can't help you throughout the test. I mean, I can only give you 15% of my, of my expertise of my art. I mean, you gotta be willing to do it yourself. So that's what pretty much, um, what tens, what tens. So 10 is saying, never forget that at the most, the teacher can give you 15% of the art. The rest you have to get for yourself through practice and hard work. I can show you the path, but I can't walk it for you. All right. So one, so this will be the last quote of my uh, talk. This comes from DC Gonzalez, uh, of course, a peak performance coach and the best-selling author of the art of mental training and also a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And he quotes this, whatever is going and going on inside your head has everything to do with how well you end up performing. Let me see that. Let me say this again. Whatever is going on inside your head has everything to do with how well you end up performing. All right. So this kind of going back to the quote that, um, uh, Oh, who said that? I'm just going to go back. Um, this goes back to the quote, um, um, yeah, Chris, Ma- Miss Chris Mataskis was saying that it's the removal of thought. It's the removal of thought in the moment. So roughly, this is um, this is the moment when you're performing. It's like what goes on to your head will affect your, will kind of af- affect your. Or, how you perform. It's like whatever you're thinking, that's the way you're going to perform. So definitely that's what DC Gonzalez, Gonzalez is. Gonzalez is pretty much, pretty much telling us, you know, you want to have the right message in your head or the right, or thought in your head to be able to get performed, to be able to perform. So if, well, one thing to really think about, if you're nervous, um, the next you know your performance is gonna f- flip you know you're per- ready you're so ready for your performance and next you know you get the thought that uh your 
that you're um that you're like um gonna you're gonna choke you know that's probably what you, that's gonna happen if you get nervous so your performance is really vital so you want to make sure you're mentally strong so your performance is your performance is like great you're it's it's perfect so that's pretty much what DC Gonzalez is trying to uh, trying to apply. What whatever is going on inside your head has everything to do with how well you end up performing. So think about this. You know, think about all these quotes that I just read. You know, have your own analysis of what that means. You don't have to agree with what I say. You know, this is what I believe, and um. So definitely these quotes are very strong in a way and you have different ways to think about it. And and definitely using these quotes towards your martial arts training will help you be successful and you'll be, be able to go get to black belt and you'll be able to understand how what true martial arts is. All right, so of course this concludes my episode and for those who are tuning in just tune in. Make sure you tune in to my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And for those who are watching, thank you again. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickpot Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out. Mm-hmm.